It is Thursday afternoon, and All Soccer Meats provides you an opportunity to visit with Spencer Wirth, the meat dude. We find him in New Salem, North Dakota. And as we've been talking that if you're not a lineman or a woman, uh, you're not law enforcement, you're not a plow operator, you're not a mail, ca- mail carrier, you're probably not working as hard as uh, you would be any other week. We'll find out. Spencer, have you been working just as hard this week as every other week when you're cutting meat? Well, I mean, my workload is normal yes but obviously those guys out battling the power lines is a is a different ball game than what i'm dealing with how was it out there uh you're, you seem like you were in the area where you, you got a lot of the brunt uh i mean you guys did you go without power for a while do you still have power no we uh we never i don't think we got the wind that you know east of the river got um we got a lot of ice i mean roads were shut down on tuesday um our parking lot even right now any parking lot in the city of new salem is is an ice skating rink um so yeah we we definitely got it but um we didn't get we didn't lose the power that uh the areas that you're talking about did so yeah out there it's it's one of those I, i get why people are wanting to have this rush and say well i could help but it don't not in this now with power uh and that's why i wanted to relay that from our electric cooperatives out there uh did you have a nice christmas break at least aside from the ice i did good yeah i did we uh we got home on christmas day just in time before it started raining so i didn't have to deal with any bad roads um yeah it was a good christmas very good. I have a question related to Christmas because we have leftovers, as I'm sure many people do as well. Uh, we uh, One spot that we had that had, uh, you know, the, the, the pork, another one uh, that had chicken. Which one do we need to make sure we get done out of that fridge first? Uh, chicken. Chicken. Definitely okay. chicken. Eat that first. What's, pork will last a little longer. Okay, so uh, give me the amount of days. Let's say on Monday we had these uh, chicken breasts stuffed with some things, and it is now Thursday, and we have some leftovers still. What's the last day before I say, hey, look, this has got to get thrown out? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. Uh, I guess you just made my dinner plans tonight. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, it's easy. It's yeah. easy when that, it that works is, out that way, right? Yeah, it just it's warm it up and blast it with heat. It'll be just as there good as go. it was on Monday. Very good. I got questions that were sent in for you uh, like three hours ago. I'm going to get to those. Tyler, question for the meat, dude. What's the difference between a T-bone and a porterhouse steak? Do they look and taste the same? So the, 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 the biggest difference is the side of the tenderloin opposite the loin eye so uh, both t-bones and porterhouses are cut out of the primal short loin uh, and that that primal consists of the the loin eye the longissimus dorsi the tenderloin the psoas major um, and then cut with the bone left in that's that bone is called the transverse process and then obviously the vertebrae up on top those bones make the t uh, otherwise known as the t-bone um, the further back you move on that short loin towards the leg, uh, that that tenderloin keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the two square inches is, is kind of our rule of thumb when labeling. That turns it into a porterhouse uh, compared to a T-bone. So that muscle, that loin eye, is going to be pretty e- same eating experience across the board, whether you're eating a porterhouse or a T-bone. There's going to be a little bit of tenderness difference between 
a T-bone that was cut right off the rib compared to a porterhouse, which is the opposite end of the loin. Uh, we're getting anatomy lesson today here, folks. <laughs> um, uh, so, but, but, but at the end of the day, they're the same muscle, relatively same location. So eating experience is going to be pretty similar. But on the porterhouse, you're going to have that super tender tenderloin on the other side of the bone. Um, and, yeah, they're usually a lot bigger steak because you have all that extra meat hanging on the other side of the bone. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the difference. Well, that person had a follow-up, but I think you just addressed it about the T-bone having two sides, smaller, more tender side, larger, more chewy side. Why is that? And is there a way to get the larger side more tender? So I guess there is a, a bit of a change there. So the larger side that's more chewy, in their opinion, is there a way to get it more tender? Yeah, it's, it's for sure going to be uh, less tender than the tenderloin. I mean, the tenderloin is the most tender cut of meat out of the, the whole carcass. It says it right in the um, name even for you. It says it in the name. You know, and that's that's kind of when I, let's say, let's say you buy a half a beef, right, or a quarter of beef, most butcher shops are going to give you the option to either keep the bone in for T-bones and porterhouses or bone it out for New York strips and tenderloins. I prefer the boneless version, New York strips and tenderloins, because of that question that he just asked, right? Those two muscles are totally different, and in my opinion, should be cooked differently in order to help the strip steak become more tender and not dry out the tenderloin, because the tenderloin is tender but can dry out really fast. Um, when they're connected by a bone, it, it's 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 kind of difficult to cook both sides of the bone to perfection. Uh, so that I don't really have an answer on how to get a strip steak uh, to be as tender as a tenderloin. That's kind of just what it is. Okay. Well, you tried. We can give you that yeah. day for effort. <laughs> Three, you, you could buy you could buy a porterhouse, uh -huh. cut the tenderloin off, cook that separately, and then you just got a T-bone. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, hey, I think he just gave you like three options there, pal. Three five two. I gave you some options. Three five two seven zero. Uh, I was just gifted some dried beef from the deli. Uh, what do you recommend I do? I mean, we just making basic sandwiches with this thing, or get wild yeah. and weird with it. No, it's just sandwich. I I would just eat it out of the package or put it on a piece of bread. I know. I did just that. It was actually pretty good. I just was wondering if you had anything to spice it up for me, church it up a little. Nothing. Not really, sorry. Okay, well, that's right. I'm not very creative, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I just give him his steak with salt, pepper, garlic, and throw a potato in the, the oven, and that's all that's a guy it. needs. I'm simple. You're a simple man. That's why we like let, let beef. Let beef be the show. That's all you got to do. Write that one down. Let beef be the show. That's quote by Spence Worth the Meat Dude. Uh, Spence, one of the things that we we've, I always get questions about is smokers. Is there a specific meat that you say, look, there's no need to have this on the smoker. Just go and, you know, do the uh, reverse sear, whatever it is. Or, hey, any and all, get them smoked up. I don't, I don't think there's anything that – so, I mean, smoking is, is you're just adding another level of flavor mm -hmm. to the meat, right? Like a steak. I enjoy steaks off of a propane gas grill almost just as much as if they were cooked on, um, you know, like a pellet smoker or even my big green egg, right? There's the um, smoking just adds another level, but steak is something that comes to mind that I don't think you have to throw it on a smoker. I think a steak is, is good enough 
on its own to either cooking a cast iron or propane grill or, or, or whatever you have in your arsenal. Um, yeah, I think steak's kind of where it's at. Same, same thing with pork chops. I mean, pork chops on just a, a normal heat source can turn out really good. Um, but you throw them in your smoker or whatever, you, whatever else, pellet smoker or big green egg or charcoal grill or whatever, it, it adds another level of, of flavor to the meal. Very good. Somebody saying dried beef is amazing on a piece of toasted butter. That's, in fact, what I did for lunch today. So I was right on the right track as far as what's going to make that thing even just a little bit more uh, delectable. Spencer, is there anything I missed this week? It's the, This is that weird week for a lot of people <laughs> as far as a lot of people are at work but not really – mentally at work if you understand what i'm saying yeah. so i'm gonna let you get no, back at me you say that your whole lineup is still there so i don't want to take too much of your time but if there's anything you want to say before i let you go now's your opportunity yeah no i uh i think the next time we'll talk will be uh a new year right so uh happy new year to everybody um yeah that's, that's all i got well happy new year to you as well and we'll kick off the next year together on thursday as we have more questions answered from you, all right? Until then, you take care. We'll talk again then. All right. Bye. All right. Spencer Worth, the meat dude, every week this conversation brought to you by All Sauger Meats. They got some news coming out. In fact, you'll be able to see them a little bit more frequently, if you will, in the metro area. I'll uh, be able to tell you about that a little bit more in time. But in the meantime, you can find them on Main Dragon, Audubon, Minnesota, if you're on Highway 10. Heading out to the lakes, ice. I guess, well, however you want to dub it. If you're going there or if you just want to get out on a Sunday, that's the place where you're going to want to stop on in.